Join us for this week's Countdown to Infinity when we travel back to 2010 and don the red and gold once more for Iron Man 2. We watch in awe as Tony battles a man with the same power source as Iron Man, a man with the same suit as Iron Man, albeit with some guns, and several hundred autonomous Iron Manies. For what, we like to decide as a battle royale of who is the most ironiest. Oh, did we forget that the mastermind behind this whole elaborate plan is basically just the less successful Tony Stark? No. Well, don't worry, we will, because this movie is awesome. This is Countdown to Infinity, and this is Iron Man 2. Hello and welcome to the third episode of Countdown to Infinity. This week we are talking about Iron Man 2. Woo! Yeah! I love this one. So do I. This one's good. Uh, it's not a popular opinion. No, it's an unpopular opinion. I like this movie. It gets slated, but I think it's great. I think after the first one I was so excited for this one. I was always going to love it. Same. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, like, I know it's kind of crap. <laughs> like, it, it is a bit crap. I love it all the same. <laughs> you know, it's just got some good moments. So, for me, personally... I really liked seeing War Machine for the first time. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. That whole scene where Justin Hammer's kitting him out, brilliant. It was great. Like, yeah. it's just so cool. Again, the, you know, the one thing that we we probably will end up discussing every single week is how much Marvel got fan service. Oh, yeah. They didn't just go, here's War Machine. That that moment at the party where oh. you, where you oh. see him go off you take them up to Sue, and he comes up again, and you're just like, it's on. We've got That's it. it. We, even if even if they'd have never have kitted him out with the minigun and stuff yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. you'd still be like, we literally just had a yeah, war machine. Yeah. I thought that part was amazing. Yeah. Um, I love this movie. I think that, again, Justin Hammer is actually a decent protagonist for... Tony Stark. I mean, it does fall into the category of, you know... The exact same. The exact same villain with... The and same this one, the more than any other movie ever, because you've got... Because you have them both. Yeah, you Tony mean, Stark versus Justin. You've got... Tony versus Whiplash. Yeah, t Tony versus Whiplash. And you've got Tony versus War Machine. <laughs> like, like, you've literally got, like, it's a mirror image of everything. It's Battle of the Suits. However, it just worked. And coming off the back of Iron Man 1... Which was a runaway success. No one ever imagined it was going to be as good as it was. They knew yeah. that we were aiming for a world, a universe that contained all of these characters. It was the first introduction of Natasha Romanoff. Oh. It was the first introduction of War Machine. Brilliant. You know, we saw more stuff with Nick Fury and Agent Coulson. Mm -hmm. Like these. But even the tinier details. There is a moment where Tony props up his new element reactor creation thing, where he props it up. With a proto shield, a proto Captain America shield, and that had me like as a as a sixteen year old kid being like, ah. Mm. Oh, Particularly as we'd not seen the first Avenger yet, like we'd not seen like Captain America. We yeah. it, technically at this point it was a it could happen, it might happen, but we'd not been confirmed that we'd not seen it with our own eyes. Yeah, I actually really like Vanko as a villain. It it worked nicely for me. Whiplash is a stupid villain. Like Whiplash is a stupid villain. Yeah. Like yeah. whips are whips are terrible weapons everyone. Like seriously, they're not good weapons. Like they are good punishment. <laughs> they may be a, a good in the bedroom if you're into that sort of thing. But as a superhero, a whip is inherently a terrible weapon. A, a whip, think about it. You have to pull a, a, it back. You have to be at a long distance for it to be effective. Mm -hmm. It is not an effective weapon. However, 
what was great about this is that there was only one reason why Vanko went after Tony Stark. One reason. Mm. And that was to go, you can be beaten. At this point, the world is like... We... No, I'm going to take that one further. The reason he went after Tony Stark was because his father died... And was, yeah, working and was, on the and was you know left out of the Stark fortune but and, and the claim to the technology, which I, I think is actually a better reason than being beaten. I would disagree with you on a side oh. note, yeah, there. Our because proper disagree. Yeah, interesting. The, the thing is that is right. That whole they create the art reactor together. Yeah. Vanko wanted to sell it on uh, for a profit, and Stark was like, "Get the fuck out of the US <laughs> right now." Uh, so that happened. But really, it all comes down to this son versus son. It comes down to sports day. It comes down... It really does, yeah. you know. It comes down to it. My son can run faster than your son. There was a real sense of make it like honouring his father. And how was he going to honour his father? Because he's not going to get any of that money back. He's not going to do anything other than beat Tony Stark. If he yeah, can show so. that the technology that both fathers built, he can perfect and beat Tony Stark, then that really does show... That all along he was, you know, he was the right one. His father was right. Like, you know, yeah. he didn't have to die in prison as a result of it. What I don't believe that the only option that Justin Hammer had <laughs> to create an Iron Man knockoff or, or autonomous army was, was was a Russian prisoner. Was a Russian prisoner. The whole point in this movie, if you haven't watched it or you're watching it along with us, here we go, right? So he didn't turn up in an Iron Man suit. He turned up in an exoskeleton with whips. Yeah. yeah using yeah. an art reactor and beat Tony Stark. He heavily damaged uh, the Iron Man armor. He basically, for want of a better term, won this round. Yeah? Yeah. Whereas Justin Hammer sees this and is like, I can exploit this. If this beats Iron Man, he must... No, like, Justin Hammer doesn't want something that can beat Tony Stark. What what Justin Hammer wants is to have all the government contracts in the world. He wants to be rich. He yeah, wants to yeah, be more yeah. successful. Yeah. So he's built an art reactor, so maybe that's what he's going for, mate. Mm -hmm. But that's never really fleshed out well in this. It's like, I want an army of robots. I want an army of robots. Because Justin Hammer in this in this movie, he's the second most successful weapons designer in the world. And hey, let's, you know, second place isn't a bad place to be, really. If we're talking money, If we're talking multi, multi-billionaire multi yeah, exactly. companies, like... That's not a bad place. No. And I didn't like that dynamic. I would have liked to have seen more direct conversation between Justin Hammer and Tony Stark because there wasn't, there was barely any. Yeah. There was that one scene in the hotel in Monaco and that's about it. Mm. The, that was that was enough to be like, okay, they're, they're villains I now. get I get the rivalry and there yeah, definitely would be a rivalry. Yeah, of course. If you were always being pitted by the man that's just come out as Iron Man. Oh, uh, yeah, you ain't gonna... You ain't not gonna only is he beating you in your industry, but he's now a fucking superhero. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you Pop culture legend. You'd be a bit like, is this real life? Like, I'm screwed here. Yeah. The one thing in this movie, and we, we talked about this in the last uh, episode a little bit, that you're not really allowed to review a movie based on this, on yeah. what it can learn, and what yeah, we yeah, yeah. But yeah. do you know what? Like, we, I really can on this. This was the first time that you saw a character fight hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of villains yeah? yeah to create ultimate destruction now 10 years on <laughs> oh, it's not, seven years on yeah. we've seen this every year yeah probably around three times a year yeah however yeah. seeing iron man and war machine back to oh, back ah fighting but that's the point. hundreds it, of autonomous robots we hadn't really seen it 
done properly. It wasn't. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a mainstream joke. No, <laughs> at that point, we, it was. It was, it was incredible. Good... And we do joke. We, you know, we joke about the fact that nameless villains, yeah, nameless yeah. autonomous robots. That the minute that the main villain is defeated, they yeah. all subside. <laughs> but realistically, this is the first time we saw that. This is the first time we saw, like, in a comic book movie. Anyway, I mean, uh, you know, Phantom yeah. Menace. Phantom Menace. Yeah, but, but this anyway. is the first time in a comic book yeah. movie, and it was the first time we got to see that glimpse of spectacle that the uh, first Avengers movie brought us. Oh. That moment of, it could be a double page in a comic book. That for me is one of my favourite moments in the film, just because it's, it's seeing Iron Man and War Machine team up yeah. properly. Not just as, like, as mates... Not just as, you know... Like working with each are. other. And, and Rhodes has full control of his suit at that point. He knows how to use it. Yeah. And it arguably is more effective than Tony because of his upgrades yeah, I mean, in that the, scenario. He's got more guns. He's got more firepower. The only thing that Tony has over him is the uh, the laser cartridges mm. that he has. Uh, and that's just fucking cool. You've got to understand that when you go in and see that or see that for the first time, you are... In, uh, my jaw was open. Yeah, I could man. not believe what I was Those seeing. Those graphics still hold up now. Oh, absolutely. I think, uh, to, on the most part, most Marvel films hold up. I think, again, something that we got to touch on that we're probably going to touch on with a lot of these movies is at first you thought that Scarlett Johansson's character was yet another throwaway, flirty female character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did they hell bring that back? Throwing her in. The first time we meet Natasha Romanoff, Black oh, Widow. Fucking like, hell. And that hallway scene where she goes to town and Happy Hogan goes, I got him, I got him. And like, then there's, there's just all... like <laughs> the four people behind him just like, what? I'm pretty sure one's being hung. Was... There's another guy like crawling on the floor. She annihilates everybody. It wanted you amazing. to know. Very... Also, shield costume. Yeah. Nobody picks up on that. She's wearing a shield outfit. That's like the first time properly that we see a shield costume mm. in live action. And it's... And she the is fucking... introduced by Nick Fury as this is a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, this yeah, is man, Agent like... Romanoff. Like, she does not fuck about, and that's what I really love about that. Yeah. She is arguably the most badass character in this movie. Yeah, more like, so than Tony Stark. If she took on Vanko, she'd win. She would win, which begs the question, why is she relegated to the... Uh... The girl in Second the chair. Second string, yeah. She's she's not brought into that fight whatsoever. I mean, you know, you give her... Alright, here's an idea. Give her a fucking Iron Man suit. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that's that's <laughs> we'll a conversation say, for yeah, another we'll, time. We'll, we'll change that one up. <laughs> I mean, th- realistically, the only thing that we can say bad about Natasha Romanoff is at this point is that from that one hallway scene, it should have been fairly obvious that she should have had a movie. All I'm saying is uh, Budapest. Mm. Budapest movie, her own Hawkeye, buddy cop movie. They should have. They should. Like, That's all I want. It, That's all I want. Kim she was Feige. a fan favorite from this movie. From the get go. Like, from the second that we saw her, she it, like become Black Widow. That one minute yeah. that we were confirmed this was Black Widow, she was incredible, and she should have had. I'm a pitch you something right now. Go. You seen Atomic Blonde? Yeah. Okay. That that is a Black Widow movie. Yeah. That is a Black Widow movie. The common idea that studios don't think that a female-led movie in general won't land has been blown out of the water. We've seen it with Wonder Woman. Hmm. We've seen it with Atomic Blonde. Uh, Give that's one thing Black that Widow are... a fucking movie. Do you know what I mean? Uh, we, the comic book community gets a lot of flack for the fact that, you know, uh, uh, the, uh, the misogyny that goes on, yeah. particularly yeah, yeah, with yeah. the artists and the writers and stuff like yeah. that. But the one thing that there are hundreds of strong... Hardcore, 
powerful female characters. True that. that I just, uh, yeah. That, you know, Miss Marvel, the fact, oh, the fact uh, that we have to wait this long, that, for me, is that should have been in right there from the off. But at this point in time, we did not know where this was going. Yeah, we, it, it, again, yeah. it's, we're watching the sequel to a movie we love. Yeah. And we're getting a character here that's so badass. Oh. So that's something I loved. Um, other things I love is I love the fact something that's a staple in Iron Man comics is the upgrade of the suit, the yes, next level suit, yes. and it made it very clear what, right from the off, and it sets you up later with Ultron that yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why there are so many suits that you know uh, uh, and uh, Iron Man three, but um, it sets you up because there are so many suits because he's constantly this, again it goes back to Tony Stark is one of the cleverest people in the world, yeah, yeah. like he's constantly upgrading, he's constantly defining what it is to be a hero what it is to be Iron Man what it is to protect people mm. and f especially with this one it's the personal aspect to it because he's doing so because yeah. he's dying it, that's, and, and that's I'm an glad that you brought take. that up. It's like it's, take. you know he knew at this point his own mortality yeah, so the fact yeah. that he doesn't die spoiler alert uh, <laughs> the fact that he, he doesn't die is is regardless like he is dealing throughout most of this movie with his mortality and the fact that he's not telling anyone that he's mm. dying he knows he's going to die and yet that doesn't stop him and if that isn't it, it's it's a really potent moment in showing you how far we've come with tony because he really is at a point where he will give his life to continue this fight yeah, yeah. and he isn't even we haven't even reached a world-ending event yet. Oh. We're still, yeah. in the grand scheme of things, at a national level. We're not in a global level. I wouldn't level. even say national, I'd say regional. Right, talk to me about some things you didn't like. Okay. So, that end scene with him and War Machine is great. The droids... <laughs> the droids <laughs> Even though they gave me. us a great spectacle. They gave us a great spectacle, but they just pissed me off. They dedicate so much time to creating these droids and this whole subplot of uh, Vanko and Hammer it just felt unnecessary. It was like they made the point of showing that Vanko could be manipulated with the use of his parrot. Yeah. Uh, oh. That was stupid. That was shit motivation. It was terrible. But really, it just, it just annoyed it, me. It, you know, we can do the we can do the thing of like, yeah, but it wasn't really about the parrot. He was really just using Hammer's technology so yeah. that he could then build yeah. his own suit and create. I am Fat Man too, <laughs> like because that's essentially where we're at. Again. Yeah, and it, it yes just... again. Oh, how do we get a villain to finish this? Oh, I know that you know Iron Giant from the first movie. Just, just give him a skirt because he's wearing a skirt. Yeah. Don't tell me he's give not. him a skirt and give him whips <laughs> and that will be it. Oh, no man. one will question it. No one will question it. Let's do that. It's, it's just powerless. The droids piss me off because they're just again faceless villains, um, and. They could have spent more time giving us a bigger fight between Vanko and War Machine and Tony. They could have made those stakes higher. Yeah, They absolutely. could have brought something in. They could have brought Pepper in somehow. Mm. Again, that would be a bit damsel in distress, but there's no there's no stakes. There's no stakes in this film. Uh, Let's once those talk droids about Pepper are done, again. Once those droids are done, yeah. there's, no, there's no danger, really. Mm. Hammer gets arrested within like two seconds. I know, it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Pepper again. Because, again, out of all of the females in the MCU, uh -huh. Gwyneth's character has been given enough room yeah. without given severity to grow as a... We believe that she is the CEO of a company. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, it's not, it's not hard for... You know, what I don't like in these... Uh, 
in certain movies is where you're going to be CEO, Eamon. And it's like, <laughs> wait a minute, why would he ever be made CEO? That makes no fucking sense. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm perfectly <laughs> capable. Thank you very much. But like, that makes no sense. Whereas no, I know at that point when Tony knows he's going to die and he's like, I need to give this to someone who can actually do something with yeah, it. Yeah, she can do the job. Yeah. Pepper can do that job. Because it would have been very easy to go, hey, Rhodey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or it would have been very easy to go, I'll give it to Pepper because I love Pepper. Oh, Pepper. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Oh, I love her. You know, because I'm going to give her something. I'm I'm going to do something for her. And that's not how it felt. It no, really felt it was... like Tony was like, well, you are the only person who can do this job. Yeah. You're the only person who knows this like I know this. You're you're the clear yeah. choice. And when, and when he disappears for a few weeks whilst he's building his, uh, his mm. new arc reactor and, uh, and comes back... That scene in the office yeah, was oh, fantastic. You she felt, chose that. She chose that. You so feel well. intimidated by her character at that point. Yeah. Because she feels powerful. Yeah. And you're to- at that moment, you're Iron Man. <laughs> and you're feeling like, oh god, oh, shit. Oh, oh, I have to talk to her. Like like you feel like you're about to get bollocked. Like yeah. it was perfect. Yeah. And, like, and the happy moment. Yeah. Where he walks in and he's like, Oh, car's in and she's like, Oh, thanks. <laughs> and Tony's like, oh, fuck. He it's fantastic. And, and I love it. Um, one thing that's quite interesting about this movie that we should probably talk about is it comes off the back of us talking about the Stanley cameo in this. It's a it's a little throwaway one. He yeah. plays Larry King. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's done in a first person thing. One thing that's interesting about this scene is essentially it gives us what we now know is the first appearance of Peter Parker. Yeah, I mean, it was widely reported that uh, at the end of Iron Man 2, um, a small kid in an Iron Man helmet uh, holds his hand up to a droid, about to get blasted, Iron Man saves him. Kevin Feige uh, said recently that this was Peter Parker, but that kid is actually in the start of the film. Yeah. Uh, he's there, he's got the helmet on, um, he's, I'm pretty sure he's got a poster to sign. Yeah. Um, that's Peter Parker. Peter Parker is right there. The connectivity in the MCU is right there. Why wouldn't he be there? It's it's near Queens. The kids into science. The kids into technology. Yeah. It's it's a Stark Expo. You would be there. Yeah, like I mean, if it's... you were into any, I mean, I'd go to a Stark <laughs> I'd go Expo. To a Stark Expo. Like, <laughs> it'd only be like going to like you know a, a, you know the gadget show. Like, yeah. you know, that yeah, they do yeah, at the yeah, NEC. Yeah. Like, it's like going to that, yeah. but on a massive scale. Exactly, um, exactly. You add in this superhero aspect and it's just tenfold. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. And that I, I do like that, that it's retroactively fitted. But I don't know quite how I feel about it. The, the smacks of, oh, yeah, no, no, he was always planned to be in here. Because mm. if we'd have never got Spider-Man Return to the MCU... Yeah. That would, would they have said, oh yeah, that was Peter Parker? No, of no, course it wasn't. And that's the thing. Yeah. And that's the only thing I'd say about it. it. makes sense that that would be him. It's cool that they want to do that. But it, like, what I don't like about it is that, uh, like, oh, well, no, no, he, he was always here. Like, do you know what I mean? He was always here. He was always here. <laughs> it's always the plan. It was yeah. always the plan from the start, which I don't doubt they obviously wanted Spider-Man back. That so was... for Iron Man 1, you gave it an, a massive... 8 out of 10. Yeah. I mean, you've got to be careful. We're three movies in, and you're yeah. already throwing out 8s. Eight, so, 8. Come on. Iron Man was a great film. Okay, so what are we what are we giving Iron Man 2? Look, okay, I I do enjoy Iron Man 2. But I'm well aware it has its faults. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... I'm going to give it a bit of a lower, lower rating this time. Okay. I'm going to go 6.5. Ooh, that's dropped quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, I don't... As, as much as I enjoy it... Um, it's that same villain thing. It's that that pulls it down for me. Even though visually, 
I enjoy it. Even thematically, even the plot, I do enjoy it. It's just not too original anymore. It's become uh, a victim of the sequel trope, <laughs> uh, not being as good as the one before it. Um, the villain... Pff, who's Ivan, Ivan Vanko, man? Who cares? Really? Seriously? I'm going to say right now, I'm going to give it the exact same score as Iron Man. And yeah. the reason why I'm giving yeah. it is because I know that it's not as good as the first one. Uh-huh. But if I had to pick one Iron Man movie to watch right now on a, on an afternoon, yeah. it would be Iron Man 2. Fair. Because you can get... It's more exciting. It's more visually appealing. Mm-hmm. You'll get, you're already entering a world where Iron Man is badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're getting... Black Widow, you'll get True. a War Machine. I think it has it has a like. Figure. I think I think the concept of Iron Man Two is is more fun for me <laughs> than Iron Man One. Yeah, it's got a better watchability factor. So I, I will give it a seven point five. Fair enough. Uh, I, I don't get me wrong. I do really enjoy this film. I, I it's just that that end. No, I, yeah, absolutely. The post credit scene in this. Oof, that sets up a whole. It's a other I, world. I, I think that this is arguably to. Uh, you know that first mic drop from Nick Fury of it's pretty big, it, but this it's, is it's big in terms of characters. Yeah, this absolutely. Is in terms of world. Yeah, it Holy goes. Shit. It goes right now. Here's your next character. It's Thor. Absolutely. It's Coulson, and he's talking about they found a uh, hammer in a crater in New Mexico, and it literally the next uh, the next show that we're talking about is Thor, yeah. and so they weren't pulling any punches. They were yeah. like, "This is what's coming next," this and I happening. loved it. Uh, yeah, I I thought that was a great way of of jumping off into the uh, the cosmic side of the MCU. Um, and I can't wait to talk about it, David. We will talk about that <laughs> next week. If you want to get hold of us, you can tweet me at swearboxdj. Uh, you can tweet me at Eamon Jacobs. That's with two M's. And you can also get us on at Heroes Direct. Send us your questions. Send us your thoughts. What you're liking. What do you want us to shut up about? <laughs> Just tweet us and hashtag Countdown to Infinity. We'll be back next week where we will talk about the first Thor movie. Fantastic. Thank you for listening. Thanks a lot. Bye.